0: We are starting the show, though, talking about a major case. This is the Supreme Court of Canada ruling involving health care in this country. Two Vancouver private health facilities for patients argued that the provisions of the Medicare Protection Act violated their constitutional rights due to the long waits they were seeing for care in the publicly funded system. They said that it amounted to a breach of the patient's life, liberty, and security of the person under the Charter of Rights and Freedoms. the Supreme Court of B.C. had already dismissed the constitutional challenge three years ago and the Provincial Court of Appeal upheld that ruling last year. We now have this ruling from the Supreme Court of Canada. And joining me to talk more about what this means is Dr. Brian Day, the owner of the Canby Surgery Centre. Dr. Day, thank you so much for taking some time today.
1: Oh, you're welcome.
0: What does this mean for the future of your clinic?
1: Well, uh, not, uh, it doesn't it, our clinic will carry on the way, way it has been doing, which is not treating um, patients from other provinces and patients who are exempted. But I mean, I just want to be clear that the, the Supreme Court of Canada has refused to even hear the case. It's not, they haven't ruled against the case. They said they won't hear it. And this is appalling, really. I mean, We have a health system that's in a crisis. And um, this, the Supreme Court of Canada has, is failing to even consider the rights of Canadians suffering on, on wait lists, such as the patient plaintiffs in our case, who suffered outcomes such as permanent paralysis and death as they waited for both care and justice. And so, so the, the, the important thing to, to understand here is even the B.C. Court of Appeal ruled that B.C. patients were suffering and dying as they wait. And um, and um, the Supreme Court decision not to even hear the case undermines the politicization that the of our justice system that's that's now even less independent than the U.S. Supreme Court. We de- we, I mean, this is a, a court that in 2005 gave, gave Quebecers the right to private insurance and 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 the safety valve, and yet they declined to even consider whether Canadians who don't live in Quebec should have the same rights that they gave to Quebecers. They should have at least heard whatever your thoughts on pros and cons. Uh, The fact that they don't even want to hear it uh, speaks to the politicization. and, And indeed, the judges in question are federal employees and exempt from the prohibitions And they are free to access private health care when they wish. I've personally, our clinic has personally received payment for judges funded for private care by the federal government. And so this decision is being made by judges and politicians who aren't affected by the law. They they, like federal prisoners and federal judges and politicians, including the prime minister and his family, uh, may indeed and do freely and legally accept timely healthcare privately for themselves. So this is, um, I think it's important to say this is a law that no other country in the world has. So it's only in Canada, and in Canada, it's only outside of Quebec that such a law exists. So this is a very serious um, failure of our judicial system. It's a, it's a failure of the health system that nobody can deny. And as I said, even the BC Court of Appeal in our um, trial overruled the the Supreme Court, the BC Supreme Court judge, and said he was wrong and that patients are suffering and dying on waitlists. lists. And so, um, as I said, I'm I'm shocked. Um, we know from data collected um uh, thanks to Kaihai, Canadian Institute Government information, that 11,500 patients a year, uh, 11,500 patients died on wait lists in 2021. Those patients are sentenced to a lifetime on a wait list with no legal recourse unless they leave the country, which, of course, is what the wealthy do. The wealthy, um, wealthy Canadians and politicians can go down to... Mayo Clinics and Cleveland Clinics in the U.S. and get instant healthcare, and and they do. Uh,
0: so, in refusing to hear this case, then does it does it take it back though to to the appeal court? Because the, the court of appeal did it not uphold? I thought it upheld the the lower court
1: ruling that was the dismissal of the challenge. It upheld it based on um, on the you know the appeal court did not go into the trial evidence. So that the the Supreme Court judge and um, did not, in in Quebec, both the lower court and the appeal court um, upheld uh, the government's right. But the Supreme Court of Canada said, well, we want to hear this case. In in so the same thing happened in B.C., but they don't want to hear it. So as I said, the the most outrageous thing to me is that. This is the same court that gave Quebecers the right that they are now not even don't won't even consider whether um whether Canadians that don't live in Quebec should have the same rights and I think that is something that the public should be concerned about this is um this is uh, discrimination against people who live outside Quebec to not even hear the case um is uh, to me uh, shocking and um, and 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 you know I do want to emphasize there is no jurisdiction in the world that outlaws um, a citizen's right to get private access to care when the gov- especially when the government doesn't doesn't uh, supply it and there's no there's no uh, requirement for the government to to supply the care when you need it they just supply it when they want to give it, and sometimes that involves people suffering and dying on waitlists. And the appeal court in B.C. overruled the lower court judge and said, yes, people in B.C. are suffering and dying and dying on waitlists.
0: So how do you respond then when we see people who are applauding this decision uh, certainly groups that were interveners the health minister has issued a statement uh, saying that this uh, that he is very pleased by this decision uh, and then went on to say that uh, that 99% of the patients who saw procedures postponed during the pandemic uh, have now had their surgeries done uh, really touting the fact that a lot of progress uh, is being made
1: well that 's an absolute lie, and I can say that publicly because we have data to show that well what he 's saying is that people cancel during the first month or two, but you, you, will, you will if you look at the data which the government won 't release in in the court trial, for instance, patients with serious cancers, some of the patients with um, with serious cancer like at the cervix and and uh, were only 13% were being treated in the maximum safe time that the government themselves had designated. So this is absolutely false, uh, false statement, that patients are suffering and dying on wait lists. And the Appeal Court of British Columbia has said that. So um, they are, uh, you know, they are uh, saying... They are right to say that because it's happening. As I said, data across Canada shows 11,500 died in 2021 on a waitlist with no legal right to get themselves off the waitlist. Now, the wealthy just head down to the United States, to the to the you know Mayo Clinic or Cleveland Clinic. It's ordinary Canadians that don't. And what we were fighting for is the right to have extended health premiums of the type that Seventy percent of Canadians have that cover dentistry and physiotherapy and prescription drugs extended to cover patients who are waiting beyond the maximum safe time. So what what's happening now is the majority of patients are waiting well past the safe time. The it's the maximum acceptable safe time. The, the government, the BC government, describes that as the recommended time. Well. The, A year or two for a hip replacement in an elderly patient limping around is not the recommended time. It's the maximum time. But the government is misleading the public by calling that recommended. It's not recommended. It's the maximum acceptable. The maximum acceptable time, according to the Canadian Orthopedic Association for a hip or knee replacement, is three months. And very few Canadians and certainly in B.C. are getting a hip or knee replacement within three months. But as I said, this applies to cancers, serious cancer patients. The majority are not being treated in the maximum safe time. Their cancers are spreading while they are forced to wait wait without any legal recourse. And again, and, 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 and I think I need to emphasize that the judges and the federal politicians and the judges that, that won't hear this case are exempt. I mean, this is basically uh, them sitting on a court saying, well, yes, I have it. I have access to private health care, but we're not going to even hear and consider whether ordinary Canadians should have the same rights.
0: Uh, so, what do you do from this point on with the the Supreme Court, the highest court in Canada, saying it's not going to hear the case so what what does is this the end of the legal road for you, or what happens oh, next
1: yes. this is the end of the legal road for us um, I mean you know it 's not our role to to fix what the the mess that the politici- politicians have made of our our health system i mean we can, again Canadian Institute for health Information a federal funded body together with the Commonwealth Fund looked at 10 highly developed countries in the world that have universal healthcare. Canada came in last in access and last in equity and first in cost. And these are all countries that have an option, a safety valve and more or less, uh, and and what I would describe as a compare something to compare the status quo to. So what, what happens in this monopoly, because Canada is the only country in the world that operates a monopoly in the funding and develop, and delivery of uh, medical care, um, is, is is it's also the worst performer and the most expensive. So something is not right. So now it's in the hands of politicians and the politicians can now, you know, I, I was in a debate a few years ago with the Quebec health minister and he said to me, um, he's no longer the Quebec health minister, so I can quote this now. He said to me after the debate, he said off the record, every health minister in the country wants you to win this case because they don't want to deal with it. Hmm.
0: Well, it's a very interesting development in what has been a lengthy, lengthy case. Dr. Day, we're going to have to leave it there for today, but I appreciate you joining us to talk more about it. You're welcome.